Welcome to the Sunday morning podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Crawley. This message is by Rohan Andrew. Sunday and obviously on Good Friday, but um, for us and for King Faith in Horsham, we're going to be doing this topic for Worthing and Burgess Hill, they're doing a few other different things, but um, yeah, we just want to be believing God, building up our faith to receive healing from him this morning, so whatever you've got going on in your body, in your mind, whatever it may be, we just believe that God is a healer. How many people have... How many people have ever been healed by Jesus, ever been healed by God, received any sort of healing in your body? Yeah? That's good. We're going to be talking a bit more about that um, later on. How many people have prayed for other people and you've seen someone else be healed? Jesus healed someone else by you praying. Yeah, let me just see the hands go up a little bit more. Good, good, good. So Jesus does heal. He heals through us and he heals us ourselves. And we want to be vessels. We want to be vessels that God can use to reach out to other people so that they can receive something supernatural from him. How many know that a great way to show people that Jesus is real is for them to see something of a miracle, to see something supernatural happen? And when it actually happens directly in your own body, it's a great testimony, isn't it? When you, you, you pray for someone and something happens. I mean, I shared the story a few weeks ago about a lady I prayed for whose arm was kind of like in a sling and I prayed for her and she just put her arm out and all the pain had kind of gone and prayed again and then the pain completely went. And, um, and that's, that should be normal for us, that we pray for people and we see healing released. Um, do you know, just during the worship, I'm just going to share this scripture this scripture came to me and it's quite a well-known one. So Isaiah 61, it says the spirit of the sovereign, sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who grieve, in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They were called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. Now, some of you will know that Jesus stood up in the synagogue and he read part of that scripture out and he was talking about himself and his own, the ministry that he was moving into. And he was declaring the spirit of the sovereign Lord was on him because God had anointed him to proclaim good news to, to the poor, to bind up the brokenhearted and to proclaim freedom to the captives, release from prison for those who are bound. Now, that same commission um, that Jesus kind of read out and was speaking about himself, we have that same commission, that the Spirit of God, the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on every one of us. Again, it's an act of faith, and we're going to be talking a bit about faith this morning. It's believing, it's it's believing that God has said about, it, about us and knowing that it is the truth. And then we step out in faith 
knowing that, believing that, taking the word of God and applying that. And God's spirit is given to us to set captives free, to release people from prison cells. So we're not talking about physical prison cells, um, or we're not talking about people that are literally captive in chains. Maybe sometimes it can be like that. But um, we're talking about spiritual things. We're talking about physical things. We're talking, I mean, we're singing about addictions being broken this morning. We're talking about mental health things being broken, just physical healing coming to people's bodies. That's what our commission is. We're here to release the power of God into people's lives. We're here to release God's spirit to deal with things that are going on in, the, in people's bodies, in their lives, to see them set free, to see them come into the freedom that Jesus paid the price on the cross for them. So that's what we're called. We're called to go out. We're called to be uh, evangelists, missionaries. We're called to go out. We're called to pray for each other, to encourage each other, to bless each other. But we're called to be people that set other people free. That's the greatest commission that God has given us. So before we get started, what time have we got? Before we get started, we're just, have, we're just a few minutes. Um, if you just join a couple of people next to you, so just in twos or threes, what I want you to do, we're just going to do our, our looking back. Um, and we're just going to talk about what Jesus has been doing in your life this week or what's been going on in your life. Anything you've seen God do or say to you or anything that you're just, I don't know, experiencing, carrying or or whatever, just share with people um, what God's been doing. If God hasn't been doing anything, just share with people. Maybe there's a need and you could even just pray with each other just quickly this morning. So just five minutes, we're just going to take a little bit of time to, to look back at what God's been doing. Okay, so, if you, by the way, if you needed to pray for someone... If there's, some, if there's a situation that you've just talked about and you need to pray for each other, feel free to do it at the end. Um, I'm going to put someone on the spot. Did, it, did everyone hear something interesting, anything good that God's been doing? I'm going to quickly put... I'm going to put Karen on the spot. Karen? Karen? <laughs> Karen, just really quickly... Would you like to just share your testimony from, I think it was last Saturday, you led someone to the Lord, didn't you? Do you want to just quickly come up and share that? Sorry, I know I'm putting you on the spot. I didn't... Um, yes, uh, last Saturday, um, I joined in with the outreach um, Kingdom Faith Ocean. They came into Queen Square and we were giving out tracks, the smile tracks, and um, there was one young man, green hair, he had green hair, I just remember the green hair initially, and I was like, anyway, I was gave, gave him the track, and he, he just stood there in front, and he didn't move on, so I engaged in conversation with him, um, asked him if he, if he knew God, um, if he believed that there was a God, and he said yes, and then he went on to um, say that so I said, so are you a Christian? And he said, well, I've been a Christian from birth. And so I had to kind of correct him a little bit on that and just explain why he wasn't. Um, and spoke to him, you know, about 
you know, sin, the things that we do wrong, that that separates us from God, and just shared the gospel, you know, with him. And he was just so receptive. He, he just, it was like a sponge. He just took everything that I was saying. Um, and then I said to him, after I'd explained, um, I said, would you like to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior? And he said, yes. Um, I almost fell <laughs> backwards because quite often I'm, I'm someone that will sow the seed and I'm not always the one like at the end. So it's been a little while. And he said, yes. Um, I led him in a prayer and then I took him and then it was like, oh, I need resources. I need something else, follow up. So I, t- um, so I took him over to Jerry and then we prayed for him again. But um, his, his whole countenance had changed from the moment that I first spoke to him to how he was after he had received Jesus. Suddenly there was a smile that broke out on his face. Um, so I'm believing he's going to come here, that he's going to come to the, this congregation, that he's going to join us. Um, so yeah, it was wonderful. It's just wonderful going out there. Thank you, Karen. Isn't that awesome? And you know, we're talking about healing this morning. The greatest healing that God can do, the greatest miracle that we can receive in our lives is the miracle of salvation, isn't it? It's, it's going from, from darkness to light, from death uh, to life to become alive in Jesus, alive in him, relationship with God. And then all of these things that we're going to be talking about this morning, you can, he can receive, this, this, this guy can receive and flow in and do for other people. So we want to just be following him up. But um, we are going to start, we are continue to do outreach in Broadfield and we're going to start moving some outreach into the town centre. To the town centre. And um, so just, you know, feel free to join us in that and where you can have experiences like Karen had there where you, you get the opportunity to lead someone to Jesus. So healing this morning. So many of us as hands went up have either experienced being healed by Jesus or healing others or both. Um, personally for me I've been healed I've been healed many times of different things and I've prayed for many different people and seen them healed. And you know God's power flows. God's power, God wants to heal people. Jesus wants to heal people. Jesus wants to see people come to him. It was part of the great commission that he gave us to go into all the world, to preach good news to 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 the poor, like we were just we were just reading, to to get out there, to lay hands on the sick and they will recover that that promise. And some of those promises we're gonna we're gonna look into in a minute. Um, but he calls us to go in his authority, to go in his power, to go in the the kind of leading of his spirit to reach other people to see them healed. So healing is an important part of God's purpose. It's an essential part. Jesus healed many people. You can't open any of the gospels without seeing Jesus healing someone, someone of this or something, someone of that. And um, he was just pouring out healing. And, you know, people would come to him, they'd see him healing others and just they, their faith would be stirred up and they'd come, come to him and they'd grab their healing from him. Like the woman um, who had an issue of blood, that story where um, she pushed through the crowds and she just grabbed the hem of his garment and she received healing from him. And it's all about faith. It's all, it's all to do with faith. People came to Jesus. I guess they saw him healing so many people that it, 
it encouraged their faith. It built up their faith. So they were just like, Jesus, you know, heal me. Here I am. And, and there's many scriptures where Jesus went through um, just healing people in all sorts of different ways. Sometimes he spoke. Sometimes he touched people. Sometimes he kind of, he, there was an occasion where he spat on the ground or spat on someone's eyes or rubbed, rubbed um, spit on the ground, rubbed mud together and put it on someone's eyes. Um, sometimes people like the woman with the issue of blood, she just grabbed healing from him. Sometimes other people brought someone before Jesus and, and, and said, can you heal this person? And he healed them. And Jesus was just literally healing all the time. Some of the scriptures uh, we have is uh, in Matthew eight twenty three. It says this, a man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man and said, I am willing, be clean. And immediately he was cleansed of his leprosy. Um, and there's so many scriptures we can go through. Um, when Jesus came to Peter's house, he saw Peter's mother-in-law lying in bed with a fever. He touched her hand and the fever left her and she got up and began to wait on him. In Matthew 9, 6, it says, But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the paralyzed man, Get up, take up your mat, and go home. So Jesus often spoke as well. People came to him, they had faith, they came to him and said, Could you heal my daughter, or could you heal this person? And sometimes Jesus wasn't even near the person. He just spoke the word, and as he spoke his word, wherever they were sick, wherever they were, they were healed. And here's another one. And Jesus went on from there. Two blind men followed him, calling out, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he had gone indoors, the blind men came to him and asked him, Do you believe that I am able to do this? Jesus asked them, Do you believe I am able to do this? Yes, Lord, they replied. And he touched their eyes and said, According to your faith, let it be done to you. And their sight was restored. There's another one. Oh, yeah, we've, we've done that one. And, and the, the mud... It said, after, after saying this, he spat on the ground, made some mud with saliva, and put it on the man's eyes. Go, he told him, wash in the pool of Siloam. Um, this word means scent. So the man went and washed and came home seeing. So Jesus healed in many different ways. So, you just need to go into the Gospels. You see many different healings. And, but there was often faith involved. People believed that he could heal, came to him with faith expected their healing from him and they received from him now jesus's motivation to heal people and this should be the same for us um, in matthew 14 13 and 14 it says when jesus heard what had happened he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place hearing of this the crowds followed him on foot from the towns and when jesus landed and saw a large crowd he had compassion on them and he healed their sick so Jesus had compassion on people. We've seen that a number of times where he was healing people. He had compassion. Now, now, compassion isn't just feeling sorry for someone. Compassion, actually, the word means to, to do something about it. It's not just feeling sorry and saying, oh, there, there. It's actually taking a step to do something about it. And that's what, that's what Jesus was driven to do. He had compassion on people, and he reached out and he healed them. So compassion, one of the definitions is a strong desire to alleviate from suffering. And basically, genuine compassion leads to action, doing something about it. 
here's another, here's another scripture. As, as Jesus and his disciples were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed him. Two blind men were sitting by the roadside, and when they heard that Jesus was going by, they shouted, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. The crowd rebuked them and told them to be quiet, but they shouted all the louder, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. Jesus stopped and called them, What do you want me to do for you? He asked. Lord, they answered, We want our sight. Jesus had compassion on them, and he touched their eyes, and immediately they received their sight and followed him. So Jesus is moved by the things that are going on in our lives. He's moved by things that we suffer with. Um, often when Jesus prayed for people, he, he would say that he was delivering someone from the power of the, the enemy, the power of the devil. He could see someone has been bound by the devil, bound by the enemy, and he would pray for them. And they, the, whatever was binding them, whatever was causing them to be sick, would lift off of them and they would be made whole. So as we can see from some of those different testimonies about healing, there was never just a formula that he had where he just did something in a certain way. He kind of, he just went with the flow and whatever was put in front of him, the person that was in front of him, he just, he healed them led by the spirit basically. Led by however he felt like the father was leading him to pray for that person in whatever situation, whatever was going on, he prayed for them. That should be the same with us. We don't have to be led by certain formulas or a certain way of doing things. There is tips and there is principles. There's some things that can help us pray for people in a, in a, in a right way. Um, but there isn't necessarily just one way. We, just, we need to be led by the Spirit of God as to how to minister, to release healing to people. And that can be in all the ways that Jesus did there, and there could be there could be other ways. So Jesus didn't pray long prayers or pray in tongues. He was just sensitive to the moment, and he did what he saw his father doing. And we have to remember when we're praying for people, you know, there's a scripture that says we're not heard by our many words. We just pray, lay our hands on someone if we need to lay hands on them. We don't always have to lay hands on someone and we need to just be sensitive to the situation, to the person we're praying for. Um, sometimes it's a man praying for a woman. Maybe it's not a good, a good, good thing to lay your hands on them. Same vice versa if it's a woman praying for a man. You don't need to lay your hands on someone, especially if it's a minor, someone of young, younger age and you're praying for them. You don't need to touch them. You could just speak the word and they will be healed. And we need to put our faith in that, that, that we just speak the word of God to someone's body and we command it to just come in line with the will of God and it and people receive their healing. So as believers, we have authority given to us by God to release his power. Um, in Mark 16, it says, and these signs will accompany those who believe in my name. They will place their hands on the sick, on sick people and they will be healed. So, we are believers, we believe in Jesus, we have his spirit living inside of us, he's given and released us the authority to pray for people, so we can pray for people and they can be restored. In Matthew 10, it says, Jesus called his 12 disciples and gave to them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. And he said to them, as you go, proclaim this message, the kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, 
Cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely you, you can give. Freely you give. So we've been given this authority, we've been given a mandate, we've been given a commission to heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, drive out demons. We have that authority to do that. In Acts 1.8 it says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So we have the power of the Holy Spirit inside of us, and we have, we have the right, we have the okay, we have the go-ahead from Jesus to go in that power and to, to see God's power released to, to other people. Just another scripture this morning I was thinking about was in John 15. And John 15 is all about remaining in him. So, so Jesus, so us remaining in Jesus and Jesus remaining in us. So in John 15, 5, it says, I am the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you're like a branch that is thrown away and withers, and such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. So there's an, a, a remaining and an abiding in Jesus, in his spirit, abiding with him, staying close to him. And when we do that, he bears fruit through us. Fruit And fruitfulness is, is part of that, is healing, part of it, salvation. Part of it is good, doing good deeds, doing the things that God wants us to do, speaking, encouraging, building people up, being there for each other, helping each other, just the good fruits of God's spirit just come out through us but part of that means that we need to remain in him part of that promise is remain in him and the scripture just before that says remain in me as i also remain in you no branch can bear fruit by itself it must remain in the vine neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me so when it talks about remaining in him it, it means being close to jesus it means spending time with jesus it means having that intimate relationship with him through the word through just prayer, worship, being in the word, being with other believers. That's how you stay close to Jesus. And then as we're close to him, we begin to hear his voice. We begin to be led by his spirit. We begin to know how to do the things he's asking us to do and being able to obey what he's asking us to do. So we need to remain in, in the vine, in him. So this morning, if you just grab your... Um, receive your healing scriptures here. We're just going to have, we're just going to quickly read through them. So healing is an essential part of God's purpose for his people. Meditate on each scripture and receive your healing. So what Pastor Clive, our senior pastor, has asked us to do is to just to take these scriptures and especially before Friday, he wants you to go through these scriptures, just meditate on them, pray them, pray through them, pray them over yourself. And if there's anything where you need to receive healing, so we'll be praying for people this morning, but also on Good Friday, just meditate on these scriptures and let God just build faith in you. 
to receive healing. And we'll, we'll, we can use some of these this morning. Let's just read through them. So Psalm 103, he forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. Now that's an Old Testament scripture. So that's even before Jesus came and died on the cross. But we know that in the Old Testament, people, people were still getting healed. And one of the names of God is Jehovah Rapha. And that's God is my healer. And healing was released in the Old, Old Covenant, the Old Testament, and it's also released in the New Covenant. So Exodus 15, I'm the Lord who heals you. Again, an Old Testament. Isaiah 53, by his wounds I am healed. Actually, let's just have a quick look at that scripture. So this was prophesying about Jesus and who, what he was going to come to do. And um, this is Isaiah prophesying when Jesus came, this is who he'd be. So I'll just read a bit from Isaiah 53. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities, and the punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds we are healed. So that's talking about the crucifixion. That's talking about what Jesus did for us on the cross. He took up our pain. He bore our suffering. So he took the, the things that we go through to the cross to cancel them out, the power of them out of our lives. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquity. So the sin, sin that we've done in our life, as, as Karen was saying to, the, saying to that guy, the different things that we've done wrong in our lives, um, he he was punished for that. He was pierced for that. He, went, he, he took the affliction on his body for all of our sins. He took it to the cross. He's given us the opportunity, obviously, to, um, to, for us to be forgiven for our sins, to be forgiven for those things that we've done wrong that separate us from God. And we just need to ask him for a forgiveness. And like that, you're forgiven. Um, by his wounds, we are healed. So the punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed. So what Jesus went through, did for us on that cross, the wounds that he took into his body, he won for us healing for our bodies for today. Amen. So Isaiah 38, you restore my health and allow me to live. Psalm 41, you raise me up and restore me back to health. John 14, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, let, let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid. So God wants to give us peace. He wants our bodies to be at peace. He wants our minds to be at peace. And that's what he gives to us, peace. It's the same as healing. Philippians 4, my God meets every need according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. So every need that we have, Jesus wants to meet. God wants to meet. Now I know that sometimes we don't receive healing straight away. Sometimes we've been prayed for about things and we might not get healed in that moment. Um, and that's happened to me. I've been prayed for by people. Or I've prayed for others and they haven't been healed straight away. But God wants us to continue to just build our faith and to continue to believe him to see those things happen because they, they can happen and they do happen. And sometimes it's just a bit of a journey, a bit of a process that we go through. And God will bring us to that point where we can receive our healing. Or maybe there's sometimes God will show us a reason why we're not receiving. Sometimes there can be things in our lives that can block healing, that can 
cause the enemy to have a bit of an entrance into our lives that can cause us to remain sick. I mean, I talked a few weeks ago about forgiveness and forgiving people and just any sort of sin that's going on in our lives. They can leave the door open. The way I see it is it can leave the door open to the enemy to have legal access and legal right into our lives, into our bodies, and to cause whatever he wants to cause to happen. So we have to just be careful that we're forgiving people we need to forgive, Ask, you know, getting God to forgive us of any sin or things that we're, we're just opening ourselves up to in our lives, because um, we don't want the enemy to have any sort of access into us so that he can, he can release sickness and just stuff can just go up, negative stuff can happen in our lives. So we want to make sure that we're keeping short accounts. We talked about that a few weeks ago. Um, so that when God releases something to us, it stays permanently in us and it can, it, he can just release whatever he needs to release into us. Amen. Okay. So, one thing I want us to do, just before we move on, is just get maybe with the same people that you were with a second ago, and just share any testimonies of healing that you might have received yourself, or someone else that you prayed for, and and they've been healed themselves. So, just maybe five minutes or so, just share any testimonies of you being healed or someone you've prayed for that's been healed. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.